Welcome to season two of our Bold Conscious Connections podcast, where we bring you stories, conversations, and life experiences of those that have taken the journey and the leap of faith from employee to entrepreneurship. Every week, we will bring you interviews or messages from us about what it took for people to take this bold conscious journey. So without further ado, let's get into our episode today. Our guest for today's episode is Yaritza Ruiz, a New York State licensed title insurance agent and owner of Absolutely Clear Title. Yaritza graduated cum laude with a love for law that led to a paralegal job where she learned the ins and outs of a real estate transition. After 10 years as a paralegal, she needed a work-home balance that led her to a position at a title company where she came to understand the complexity of clearing a property to close. She witnessed the frustration and confusion of buyers and borrowers and is now on a mission to bring transparency to the buying and lending experience. By educating and answering questions, she hopes to increase the knowledge of the products, service, and communication, simply and de-stress the process, but most important, she provides support to real estate professionals so they may give their clients the best experience during one of the biggest investments of their lives. We are thrilled to have Yuritsa here today to hear about her transition from employee to entrepreneur. And without further ado, here's Yuritsa. We are so excited for today's episode. We have a special guest for you. Her name is Yuritsa Ruiz. And just like all our other guests in this season too, Yuritsa has made the leap from employee to entrepreneurship. And we're so excited to share, you know, her story here with you today because she did this in 2020 and we all know how significant that is. So welcome, Yuritsa. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you, Raju, so much for this opportunity. I'm excited to answer some questions and bring some light and hopefully give people um, some sort of encouragement. Great. Well, nice to meet you, Yuritsa. Maybe tell us in your words uh, what you want the audience to hear about who you are. So my name is Yaritza Ruiz, and I am a licensed title insurance agent. I have a history of being in real estate. Right out of college, I joined a small law firm in New York City and, well, actually the Bronx. When people say New York City, you think Manhattan. Um, but uh, it was in the Bronx, and I, that's where I got my my introduction to real estate. And from there, I transitioned into different law firms and then ultimately into a title insurance company. And my love for title insurance and that research spark inside of me then wanted me, combined with wanting to give better customer service and, and bring clarity to the whole transaction for all parties, then develop into me wanting to open absolutely clear title. It wasn't something that I absolutely knew how I was going to transition into, um, but I just knew that I wanted to do it. I knew the service that I wanted to provide and the way that it sort of played out, um, it ended up being the best thing for me, 
But I, like I said, most entrepreneurs don't know how it's going to look. They feel like this drive in their gut and they know that something is better for them or that they want something better for themselves, but they never know how exactly it's going to look. And, and it never really goes as you plan either. So, but yeah, I started in 2020 and uh, it was, it was a situation where I had not picked the date. I didn't have, at least in my mind, I didn't have the money that I needed to take the steps. I felt that I didn't have all of the resources in line that I needed, but somehow it worked out. I was aligned with certain people that secured my income. And then I was able to, by exposure with the experience that I had and the experience that I developed over the last year, I've been able to more reinforce of what I want my business to be. Beautiful. So I'm glad that you shared a little bit of that already, because we're certainly going to dig into more of that. Uh, we want to know, you know, I'm sure people want to know, uh, what was it, Yaritza, that um, what was, you know, what was the thing that put you over where you finally made the decision, even though you didn't have everything, like you said, um, lined up the way ideally probably somebody would have? What was it that pushed you over to finally make that move? Wow. Uh, I feel, and I think I've talked to you about this before in, in different settings where um, I was a teen mom and that, so I, I always had this drive inside of me to want more and succeed and accomplish much more than what I guess systematically was expected of me being a teen mom. So that drive was from then. So from when I was 15 years old and I had my daughter and I said, I want to finish school. I want to go to college. I, all of these things that I put as a, an accomplishment for myself. So when I transitioned into the title insurance business, I started to learn so much more about real estate and things that I hadn't been exposed to as a paralegal. And while I was in this company, I'm feeling like I'm self-teaching things that I really shouldn't be self-teaching. I'm also experiencing wanting to grow. So the way that I would describe it is like, this is the company I was with. And I kept doing like this at the ceiling of like, Hey, like, I know that there's more for me. And it, I was sort of getting like the pat on the head, like, good job. You'll get there soon. And as I'm developing myself personally and emotionally and mentally on one end, thinking that I'm starting to build a career, I felt that I wasn't getting the support that I needed at the company where I was putting all of my energy into to make them into the success that I thought that they could be. Um, so I slowly started to say, okay, what can I do for myself to develop myself? Now, whether it's going to be for the benefit of this company or for another company, at that point, I still didn't know if I wanted to do it on my own. It was just more about like, what can I do to make myself more attractive? And it was something that I read about um, like you sort of become like a boss within a company. Like you, you start to take on these roles and, and these responsibilities where you feel like you're the one running it, but in reality you're not. And that's sort of where I was. Um, and then when COVID hit, the priority of my family really started to take more hold. So all of a sudden I went from spending 15 to 18 hours a week driving back and forth to work, commuting to Westchester um, and spending less time with my children. All of a sudden I'm in the house with them 
all the time. And now I have homeschooling and I have all these other responsibilities that I really, I delegated more when I was on the go pre-COVID. Um, so when it came time to returning to the office, um, the company had asked me to come back in. I wasn't yet comfortable with that. I was still very comfortable in my position of working from home. Um, but for health reasons and the uncertainties of COVID, I didn't want to go back into the office. And that led to what I call, um, there, there was a phrase of like, um, I, I think it was like kicking the door or something. I, I described it as the people that I worked under sort of like having a tantrum and saying, oh, you don't want to do this? Okay, well, then you got to go. And 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 that's exactly how it worked out. It wasn't a pretty separation um, for my part. Um, it hurt a lot because I feel like I had given a lot to this company, um, but it really just worked out. The scariest part was that for 30 days, I went with no income and so much, and I was living paycheck to paycheck. So there was so much uncertainty, um, but it just worked out. I mean, I can't, I can't say any other way except for that it worked out. I, I was scared and there have been times in the last 12 months, 18 months that I'm like, what am I doing? Maybe I should just go get a nine to five. Um, but it's been so much more rewarding than scary. My God, you're so you're going right to the heart of what what every entrepreneur faces, right? The scary journey of I mean, you've already hit you know all the high spots of the things that we we teach and coach our clients about. You know, the fact that you know you ought to focus on your why and what it is you want to do and not worry about how it's going to unfold. Let it go. Let it unfold by itself. And you are living it. And you know you're also speaking to the point that. You know, fear is part of us, right? We we don't we don't we don't not acknowledge that there is fear. It's just what are you going to do with it? And it's just about the the other side of it, right? So you just keep going. So you know, stories make make everything come to life. And I think you've already hit some of the stories and as to what got you into this. And 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 so so talk about the fear part now. What does it feel like? I know you're saying it worked out. But it's a journey, right? So, so now I have new fears, and and I felt it's I felt that it was so appropriate for me to have this conversation with you guys today because in the last few days I've been hitting that fear wall again. I think as an entrepreneur, if you we're required to constantly reevaluate what we're doing and where we're going, and why we decided this journey, and what is our end goal. Or what does that look like so that we can take the next step? So I am in a position right now where I've learned so much about myself and about the business that I want. And now I'm once again scared because I have to make choices again for my business. You know, I have to decide, do I want to go, you know, do I want to partner up with this um, agency? Do I want to rent a new place for myself? You know, so all of these little decisions that I have to make for my business are very scary because you don't know if it's the right choice until you've made it. But what I've also noticed in the last two months is that, and what I'm fighting with myself is to don't be scared of how it's going to affect you today. Because if your end goal is, if that's what it's supposed to look like in your end goal, then do it. And, and it will work itself out. And if it doesn't, then you'll fail and you'll still learn. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes. Beginning with the end in mind. That's amazing. I love what 
what you said about hitting the fear wall, that is, you know, that is, uh, we, we call that, you know, new level, new devil, right? That as, as we grow, as we expand, there are now new, you know, new boundaries or new walls to scale. And, and as, as you said, you know, you really have to focus on what is the end result? What is this that you are um, creating? And, you know, we talk a lot about that as being connected to your why. Why is it that this entrepreneurship journey is so important to you? And, you know, our, our uh, podcast is called Bold Conscious Connections because we really, we really see that to be able to navigate the uncertainty of the world today, people have to be bold. And certainly you have to be conscious. So when you think about the word bold and your journey that you're on right now and, and the process that you are, uh, that is unfolding for you, with you, what does bold mean to you and why is it important? Hmm. So when I think of the word bold, especially in thinking of your business and in your journey, I would apply it to myself in being confident in knowing that what your goal is. So sort of like I would consider bold to be like in your face. Like, I know what I want. I'm going to put it in your face and I'm going to get you to understand me one way or the other. So if I have to say it or display it in three to five different ways for you to understand, it's like, boom, in your face, making a change and knowing that that change. So I <laughs> so I want to share a story. Um, I, in the beginning of this journey last year, I used to say things like, I'm going to be the sole advocate for title insurance. I'm going to make a change in the Hudson Valley. And I would make these declarations because I'm in an industry where there are a lot of systematical normalcies that are considered like law. And they're not. They're just just systematically. That's just what people have done. And it makes it customary. Um, so I'm coming into an industry where I'm like, hey, like, look at me. So I'm already being bold. And that's how I look at bold. Like I'm coming in regardless of what everyone thinks it should be you know, of how it, it is, this is how it should be. And and so it's more of like taking your stand. Bold is like taking a stand and knowing that you're, you're like, have the confidence that you're doing it for the right reasons and know that, I think Raju, you had mentioned it one time in one of your podcasts where you were like, the people around you think you're crazy and like, no one's going to see this, the, the end result that you're trying to get to. Um, until you get there, but you have to stay bold and consistent. And then, and then when you get to that end, you're like, oh my gosh, that was genius. You know, <laughs> much like the telephone or, or whatever. There were so many innovations in our world that at some point people thought the other person was crazy. The inventor was crazy. But as they say, if you're not, if you're not crazy enough with your, what it is your why is, right. Then you're, you're not bold enough. Right? Ah. So it has to feel crazy, right. So when you when you finally arrive or you get to some semblance of what it is that you have in mind and you're giving service as a leader to this to the world and your clients and, and getting them to see things differently, you know, then they go back, oh my God, she's so successful. Let's go back to her history. Where were you born? What were you doing? You know, it's like people go back to successes and they want to know everything about you. So it's just it's just crazy in, in certain ways, but I think, yeah, un, until it's crazy, then it's not bold enough, right? And and again, to Trisha's point, 
you always, there's a next level, right? So this journey that you're on with the fear that you face, this never stops. I mean, I've been doing this for 16 years and it's always a new way, a new wall to climb, as she said. So, you know, what, what practices do you have for you to, or will you now inculcate because you're, you, you're at this for just over a year now, um, to remain bold, to remain a bit more aware and conscious of, and, and so do you have any practices already that you have in, installed for yourself to remain so, awake and conscious and aware about what's going on? I definitely surround myself by a support system of people that help me put it into perspective. So I have a few people that I, for lack of a better word, vent to, and I let them know, like, this is what I'm going through. Like, these are my fears or this is what I'm thinking. And I try to keep it close knit because I also don't want to share too much. I'm like one of those that I don't want to share too much. And if it doesn't happen or I don't want to beat myself up about it. Um, so definitely having a support system of people that tell me, like, you're doing OK. Remind me of the things that I have accomplished thus far. And then I also I'm starting to put into practice things that Trisha says so now um I actually wake up in the morning and I'll say to myself like what's like my energy today what do I want to accomplish what will make me happy you know to do today like what's the one thing that I can do today is going to make me happy so I've been trying to practice that in the last couple of weeks um but I also keep a list um I I'm really big on to-do lists so and and I set myself deadlines so if I know that there's something that I want to accomplish I'll say, okay, by this date, I need to get this done. So if that means paying my taxes, updating my business plan, whatever it is, I set myself a date and I, and I, I don't know if that's just from like my college days of having like deadlines and like your syllabus, but it works for me. And, and having like that check off is, is, and being able to cross it out when I do accomplish it feels like I'm productive to some capacity. <laughs> You know, that's so amazing. I, I watched one of your videos with the, the Chances for Children video that you were that you were on and they talked about your beautiful story and your, you know, becoming a teen mom, as you were saying. Um, so it was clear, for those of you listening in, in our audience, it, it's quite clear that you're driven and you're already entrepreneurial from the very get-go, even though you worked for this company for several years. Um, and... So you have it in you, but you know, you when you it comes to surface, like here is these three things I do or five things I do to keep me keep myself sane and engaged with what I want to do. So so those listening, so you've already highlighted three of these. Number one was uh, to build yourself and have yourself a support system that keeps you going and 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 holds you accountable. Uh, number two, you you check in on your energy and what's going to make you happy today or what is where you're at. And the third is you're goal oriented. Uh, is there any, anything else you want to add? Um, I think just allow, there's probably two more things. One is allowing yourself to check out, you know, sometimes you really, I think as an entrepreneur, we don't, before you get into entrepreneurship, you think that like, Oh, I'm going to be my own boss and it's going to be great. And I got my own schedule. But the reality is that you work so much more and, and there's so much more responsibilities that you have as an entrepreneur. And like I tell people around me sometimes, like if I'm not working, I'm not making money, you know, on a nine to five security job, you, 
you don't have to worry about that because sometimes even if I don't work, I'm getting paid. That's the way salaries work a lot of the time. Um, so definitely that. And then the other thing is going to be um, forgiving myself. I think that being a teen mom and having made so many choices throughout my life and the ups and downs and where I've gotten to where I've gotten, and there's still things that I still struggle with, but I think forgiving yourself for some choices and the struggles that you did, whatever you're struggling with that you can't forgive yourself with, it's about like turning it around and learning the lesson in that. And and that's something that I still struggle with and, and I will continue to apply because I know that as I continue to make choices, there's probably going to be in two years or five years, something that I'm choosing to do now that I'm probably going to say, well, damn, I shouldn't have done that or I could have done it differently. You know, And it's about like just not beating yourself up about it. So Yaritza, why do it? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, why? You said in a nine to five, as long as you do your nine to five, you have a paycheck. And as you said, when you're an entrepreneur, that's not the case. So why do it? <sighs> hmm. I, I would say, like, I guess the easy answer would be control, control of you, control of your energy, control of your future. Um, but I would also say you do it to create a change. If you feel it within you that you have even the smallest amount to contribute to whatever industry or whatever situation it is, you can create a change. We're, we live in a world where continuously people have made choices and have changed an industry or a product or the way the world views things because they felt that. They felt that boldness of like, this is how it should be. And they applied it. So I would say for the change, you know, for, for the change that you see that you want for yourself, for your children, for your legacy, you know, be the change and continue that. And, and that's what I'm hoping to accomplish more than anything else. I mean, I'm a lone person. So can I be the sole person to change how people view title insurance? Maybe if I'm bold enough and I continue with it, you know, but I just have to believe that I can be that change. And, and, and thank you for, for putting that so beautifully. What has the change meant for your family, right? Because I want to go back to that. Um, you shared with us that, you are a teen mom and that that, you know, has that experience um, has led you all the way to here today. What has this choice meant for your family, for your husband, for your children? What do they think about all this? They're so great. Um, so for my for my husband, it's been he was the one that planted the seed, honestly. Two years prior to me even thinking of going to get licensed, he saw my struggles within the company that I was with. And once I started to get, once I started to make connections in the region and people started reaching out to me, he was like, why can't you just do this for yourself? And that was the first little seed that was planted. And of course that came with all of these fears of like, well, I mean, can I, will I? Um, 
So he's been a great support to me. And when, when I severed from the other company that month that I didn't have any income, he would grab me and say, we talked about this. It's going to be okay. Like we're going to make it. This is what you wanted. We, I got you. Um, so what's been nice with my husband and, and even in my marriage is that I see a different level of support from him and I'm sort of like rubbing off on him on the entrepreneur thing. So that's, that's great on that respect for my children. I feel like I'm here more. So they have more access to me. I work from home currently and hopefully eventually I'll be getting out of um, my home office, but they see that and, and they see that I'm really like a hustler, but in a good thing, you know, they see me grinding, they see me, you know, I'm able to say, okay, let me stop and let's go outside and spend some time together or whatever. I, I'm just more in control of the time that I spend with them. So I'm hoping right now, I, I don't know yet. This is one of those things that I don't know if my decisions are right yet. I'm hoping that they see like, that they can look at it in 10 years and say, you know, when my mom opened her business, she was constantly at the computer, but when it was time to like cook dinner or spend time with us or whatever, she, she stopped. And I'm hoping that, that they take it that way and and that they see my growth in a good way. Financially, it's been amazing because I've we're going on a family vacation for the first time ever. Um, working a nine to five, I was, you know, we would go local, you know, go to PA or go to Connecticut or whatever. We never went anywhere like on a plane. So in that respect, it's been great. Like, yay, there's there's enough money to go somewhere. <laughs> so my God, I tell you, it's almost like our, our audience is listening to this and thinking, oh my God, I should go jump, quit my job and, and just become an entrepreneur. No, it's not that easy. But that's amazing that you're able to do this. But I want to go back to one thing, um, uh, Yuritsa, when you said, you know, I, I love the idea that you want to make the change and be the change. Uh, you're not impl- implying for sure that people who are in nine to five jobs or jobs, uh, that they can't make a change, right? That, that they can be the change that where they are so can you speak to that a little bit as to as to as to that it's not about just jumping jumping the job to go get it no definitely not I always and I want to say that the the company that I was with prior to my leap I entered that company and continued to devote myself to that company as if I was growing that company so for the entrepreneurs that are listening if the company that you're with hears you, sees you, supports you, and embraces what Trisha calls that high performance quality that you bring to their business and they see your vision, then definitely. I mean, there's so many business owners out here that are looking for those high performance people that are going to bring qualities and thing and, and energy to their business that they can't and, and they embrace that. I unfortunately was at a business where my high energy was threatening. My my need for wanting more was seen as um, overzealous, you know, and or too soon. Um, And I just didn't have time to wait for it. You know, if I if I if the company that I was with when I brought them ideas were like, okay, yeah, sure, that's great, and invest in me and in my ideas and how I wanted to make their business better, then I probably would still be there a hundred percent because I mean, hello, health insurance is definitely one reason why I would still be there. Um, but 
it's it's more about if you're in a place where you're heard and seen and they embrace your growth, then de definitely do it where you are. Like why re why restart the wheel when the wheel is working and you can improve it? You know, where I was, I wasn't getting that. So I felt like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm closing my eyes and I'm jumping and the wings will appear, hopefully. <laughs> You know, Yaritza, so appreciate the, the authenticity that you're bringing to this conversation, really, um, really talking about all of it, right? Somebody who's contemplating that decision can really hear, oh, all the different things that come into play to make that type of a leap. And you know, if you're listening to this, this is really something um, worth listening to again. <laughs> Pass it around, you know, share it with others who might be facing something similar. What I love about what you just shared now is that you remain true to who you believe you are. And, you know, to a degree, we do allow our environment to sort of dictate and guide our actions. And then when it gets to a point where it's plain as day, it's no longer serving our best and highest good, then a decision has to be made. And that's what you did. So, you know, we want to, we want to just reflect back to you and honor you for being bold, right? Being fearless, being courageous, believing in yourself and just really wanting to make some sort of change and be a contributor to something better. This is really what this time is about. I truly believe that we're here for that reason in this time, right? That, you know, there's so many opportunities and possibilities for anybody out there who has this deep desire to contribute to the world, it's now you know, to be able to stand in your power and put your own unique gifts out there. By doing so, you allow somebody else to step in and do the same for themselves. So um, thank you for modeling that beautifully, for coming on here, sharing your story. Um, you know, what, what, what has it meant for you so far? You know, it's, it's a fairly, in linear time, it's not been that long. But in quantum time, it's probably long enough. What has it meant for you to be on this adventure? Oh, man. I think it's just, I, I bring it back to the um, the video that you guys watched of me, the learning. That was a center that I was a part of. So I can't watch that video as many times as I've watched it without crying. It just brings this big, overwhelming feeling over me. And I think that that all of that just speaks to where I am right now. Like I, I have such a passion to show young women, I, like aside from like wanting to change the title insurance business, I have such a passion of showing and being the example to young women out here who are still falling into those patterns and not breaking, you know, the cycles in their family and having, making the decision to become team moms like I I was surrounded by people too who was like oh you ruined your life and oh now you're this and and just so much negativity um but 
I've used it and I've used every single, even now when I communicate with people that think that they know the way that my business is going to go and the choices that I'm making and they say, oh, you're never going to do this. Or, oh, watch and see. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. All of that is such motivation for me to continue to do what I need to do. So I think what all of this has continued to do for me in the quantum time is um, just reinforce that it's a drive that I shared with you, Trisha, that I've always felt in my gut. I've always felt like I'm destined for so much more and it just continues. So facing my fears as they continue to appear, my new devils, as you've shown them, it's just, it makes me think back to what was my devil when I was 15? What was my devil when I was 18? And the fact that new devils are coming in just means that I'm growing and it makes me feel so good. Yes. Yes to all of that. And I love, I love that you said, thank you. Thank you to the naysayers. Thank you to the doubts. Thank you to the people that are projecting their fears onto you because yes, those, those can serve as reinforcers of your, boldness, your courage, your belief in yourself. And there, you know, that your attitude, the way in which you're, you're choosing to respond to that, and even viewing, you know, this idea that, you know, every new devil is proof that you're expanding and growing. You're it. So the sky's the limit. I mean, you're going to keep finding new ones and you're going to just you know, slay those dragons from time to time. So amazing. Hey. It's tough. It's tough. It's emotional, honestly. I And I tell people this when people ask me, like, how are you? I'm like, it's an emotional roller coaster. That's really, in a nutshell, what it has been. And, you know, something else that I try to do is try to hold on to those affirmations. So every time I get an email from someone that's inquiring, whether it's turns into business or not. Every time I make a connection with someone who I think eventually will turn into some sort of business or referral, I just use all of that as affirmations that I made the right choice and I'm going in the right direction. So it's sort of like, I might have like four or five crappy days where I feel like I'm just a robot and I'm just chasing the dollar. But then I try to hold on to those few affirmations like, okay, okay. You know, it's not always going to show itself, but you have to hold on to it. So you don't get lost in the crazy. <laughs> so powerful. I hope people are listening. You have to listen to this again because, you know, you just, I don't know if you noticed, you said three C's in, in the earlier conversation in the summary that, you know, ultimately you wanted entrepreneurship to have the control for you. Uh, number two, the change you want to see. And then three was choice. And ultimately the choices, you know, people have. And then you overlay that with, the congruence, which is another word for being authentic and who you are. And you always have the choice whether you stay in the job or make the, make the leap and, and make the jump. But that congruence is what's going to drive it because then whether you want to be the change you want to see and you know, make the choice that you want to make and have the control of whatever you think you can control, it's your response to life. And I think that's what you show us. So I haven't met you, you know, in person, but I just feel like I've learned so much and the wisdom from, from everything I've heard from Trisha and, and this conversation live here. And we certainly don't take anything for granted, Yaritza. You know, these moments 
a wisdom that you shared with us. So certainly I've learned a lot from you right here. And I feel like I have another boost to go do something else and you know, tap into my authenticity. <laughs> so we appreciate you. We appreciate you taking the time to do this. So in the context of these learnings and discoveries, since you're such a learner, you know, what discovery would you had for yourself in this conversation, just in this past 45 minutes to whatever we've got? So, so I think what I've learned about myself is, so far is that I like sharing my story. I really do like sharing my story. I so something that I, I don't think I've ever shared with Trisha is I was a, uh, I was a, I worked, my first job ever was at a teen mom shelter. It was a, it was a shelter for teen moms where they, they would either be there pregnant or be with their infants. And uh, a part of my position was to go, I was like 16 or 17 at the time. Um, but the fact that I already was a mom and I had a story to tell, I would go to other facilities and other shelters around New York City and share my story and tell these young women and men, you know, what was my story? How did I become a team mom? How did I get to where I was at that time? And I would give them resources on how they can prevent, you know, teen pregnancy, or if they were already in that course of having a baby or had one, what can they do to um, set themselves in line to be successful? And um, sharing that, and sharing where, what I'm going through right now, I think it's just a passion for me. I, I love to share it and tell people like, look, I did it. I'm doing it. And there's so many lessons. And of course, there's like intricate stories within my story that can probably help people. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I've learned about myself in this. Like, I, I need to probably share my story more often so that I can remind myself of the accomplishments that I have done and that my journey can sort of catapult in so many different directions, you know, not, not just entrepreneurs, but moms and teenagers and wives, you know, like I, I sort of am like a, a box of a whole bunch of people that, that can, I can help, you know, just with my story. So I think that's what I've learned about myself. I need to start sharing my story a little more. It may affect more people than I know. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much because Hopefully that that last bit that you just shared now encourages people to be able to do the same. You know, we all have our own unique experiences throughout life that have contributed to who we are today. And we are we are multidimensional beings. We really are and you you uh, are recognizing that by sharing your story, not only are you helping yourself, right? Because you, you're realizing it's, it's bringing you even more reasons to be bold, you know, having you feel more courageous. Not only are you helping yourself, but you're helping others tap into their own stories and their own, their own truths. So we, we so appreciate you being here with us today. Um, you know, I was telling Raju, you and I have, you know, met a couple of times in person aside from, you know, what we, how we know each other through B&I. And there's just, there's so much depth 
to what you bring and what you share. And we're just so honored that you agreed to sit with us today, to share your story, and to just be authentically you. So um, for those listening and want to know more about you, where can they find you? So you can find me on my Facebook. I have uh, my personal page is Yaritza. My name is spelled out Ruiz. And I also have a business page, Absolutely Clear Title Agency on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram under the handle A Clear Title. And um, I'll share my email and phone number for all to find me that way. I love getting text messages and phone calls from people that want to get clarity on things. So I will definitely share all that information. Beautiful. Raju, we will have all of that in the show notes. So beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys so, so much. I am so honored and I honestly look forward to doing this again in a year or two years and, and see all the growth then. So thank you. Well, yes, thank you so much for your you. inspiring conversation with us. It's uh, very nice to meet you. You as well, Raju. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye-bye. We bring you these conversations to inspire you on your journey, to encourage you, to excite you and sustain your enthusiasm on this trip. We know it's not easy. We've been there before, and that's why we put together something that will support you. Go to our Instagram account, at Bold Conscious Leaders. There is a link in the bio for a masterclass that you can access for free called How to Transition from Employee to Entrepreneur. So subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review and give us some feedback so we know what sort of topics to bring you in the future. And like anything else in life, nothing changes if nothing changes. And all you need is just one idea, one idea that just might change the trajectory of your life. So please go be bold. Focus on the what and the why and let the how unfold.